Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. And I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along, it's the Monday morning episode, but if you're IFS, you get it on Sunday evening. Woo! And what's more, if you're IFS Turbo, you'll be getting, uh, before you even get this episode, you'll have encountered, endured, not sure what the word is, one of our live video streams that we're going to be doing at 8pm Sunday evening. If you're not IFS Turbo, we do one of these uh, live video stream things once a month. Sam, you're looking confused. You're looking no, confused just, at this point? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm I'm ready for anything. Nope. I just saw a, a right. troubling image on my phone. That's all. But I, I won't okay. bore you with it. It might come up later in the episode. Have you processed it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what I'm, was I'm, I saying? I, yeah. I tell you, uh, you, you get me. I mean, I'm actually um, feeling hyped up and ready for action. Um, right. I had a, like, I'm only an hour past since one of the a real like fucking elite level nap it was elite level because the problem with my naps is as we've discussed before is that i often they're open-ended right they're just open-ended and you've warned me about this several times in Um, that listeners slash viewers will be able to see how concerned i look right now yeah because it's like half seven in the evening yeah so what happened you know, how was, are you going to sleep later on? I fucking, I, I napped at a weird time. I took the dog for a walk, came in, got changed into my evening comfortable attire. And then mm. next thing I know, uh, I felt a touch on my, on my shoulder. And I looked up and my daughter was looking down at me, chuckling, chuckling at me. <laughs> and I went, what's so fucking funny? And she went, she just so uh, just the way you woke up and then she later told me she'd woken me up for dinner she'd come up tell me it was dinner she'd found me underneath the duvet fully clothed <laughs> and that when she'd touched my shoulder i'd gone like this <laughs> right <laughs> and that's why she was laughing but i have no recollection yeah. of doing a roar right but um yeah. i'm impressed that i did i think it's a great way to wake up with a big roar right do you think you did, or do you think it was a power play on her part? No, because my wife said she heard it from downstairs. She heard, she the heard roar. a huge roar, and then the, she the said that our, shook. our daughter came down just laughing, saying he was asleep under the duvet. <laughs> but the thing was, it had only been like 30 minutes, and that is a fucking right. great... And, and it did That's an incredible good. job, because so often I have these open-ended naps, and I never really wake up properly afterwards. I wake up, but I'm sluggish for the rest of the evening. But this, the... <laughs> this being half an hour long, I'm feeling turbo boosted. And on top of that, I just had a coffee. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. Not yeah. planning to sleep at all tonight then? No, I'll be fine tonight. You know, it's, it's all bollocks about coffee anyway. It comes in and out of your system in an hour. All that, all that... that stuff, people going, oh, oh, I mustn't have a coffee after a certain time. Fair enough. If you don't like it uh, in the afternoon, whatever, 
that's fair. Some people don't like the way they react to it. Uh, but it doesn't make a difference to your sleep. It, it goes after mm. an hour. I went out for dinner last night and I had a double espresso at the end of the meal. Came home, went to bed, bang, slept my fucking nine hours, mate. I guess, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Coffee, in it After you've had, for your afters in a restaurant, coffee's yeah. often offered. Exactly. So, you, piss, you piss it mm. out, you piss it out in an hour. No problem. Yeah, Job just done. straight through you. Straight like fucking through me. So, uh, and it'll, the it'll citizens of Lilliput scattered north, south, east, <laughs> and west because Gulliver awoke with a roar <laughs> that scared them all. I am um, also in the restaurant. So it was my son's birthday yesterday. So been a big weekend of birthday activities. Brilliant. Happy birthday, including Len from me and all of the listeners. Thank you. I'll pass that on to him. Um, there was cake, which we didn't even have time to eat yesterday. So we've had cake, Sunday cake today, birthday cake. Nice. My mum dropped around a Victoria sponge. Um, Good. And so I've had a large piece of cake today in front of the Godfather 2. Can you think Very of a better good. Sunday afternoon than that? No, don't think Drizzly I can. with rain outside. The dog mm. cuddled up to me, all nice. And uh, watching Godfather 2 with a cup of tea and a massive slice of fucking birthday cake. Don't get much I've better than that. I've had a cup that. of tea. I've had some Victoria sponge as well, because I, I bought one from Sainsbury's. Taste the difference. Only two quid, with the nectar price down from three fifty or whatever was it is. It, so was it fresh, one of was it fresh cream? Because I'm not going to tell nah. you that mine was. Mine was butter nah, icing. But, but, butter cream. Yeah, yeah, butter cream. Still nice. It's Still right. nice, isn't it? Yeah. Don't knock it. Um, I, had some of that. I had some of that and a cup of tea. And I've been watching... Uh, darts mm. uh, and snooker flicking between the two so right. kind of similar Sunday right. afternoon Classic chilled stuff. out vibe I mean I'm a fan of the month of November I am because mm-hmm. it's full of those kind of scenarios would you yeah. I mean I'd go as far as to say November is the cosiest of all the months it's very cosy it's so very cosy. cosy you haven't got the, the chaos of Christmas exactly but you've, you've got that or the that misery of October vibe it's just yeah. lovely. All the misery of January. You take the dog for a walk, there's crunchy leaves everywhere. In the mornings, if you take the dog for a walk, there's also sometimes some, it can be cold and frosty, but with a bright burst of sunshine through the trees, which yeah. is lovely. I'm a big fan of it, and it sounds like we've both had fucking textbook November Sundays, so I'm feeling so. great. I think so. And all this, despite the fact that last night in the restaurant, I also, uh, half my back tooth just fell out. Completely out of the blue, just oh. fucking fell out. I was like, "Fuck!" Oi, oi. Massive chunk yeah. of it. But the the yeah. the dental hygienist has been warning me for a long time that this tooth at the back was in peril. And right. but she she gave me such a fucking elaborate process that I had to do in order to save it. And she told me it was mm. a less than fifty percent chance of it being saved anyway. And I had to do right. this thing. I had to get the very fine dental brushes right. The very small one, which is the pink handled one, and go yes. underneath the gum line. So not between the teeth, mate. Down underneath Ooh. your gum. Can you? It's a horrible Oof. thought, isn't it? But that's what. Yeah. Which, um, it was. It was not comfortable. The main thing was it's not easy. It's not easy to do that at the back of your right, right back tooth here, and you're getting this fucking thing in there, and you're putting it underneath the gum, right? And cleaning You've got to that try and out. work out where that even is. Yeah, you? every night. And the way she says it was, she went, well, you know, 
this this tooth you got you got fifty percent chance of it of saving it at best. It'll probably have to be removed. But but what you have to do is buy some of these dental brushes and every night, like on top of like flossing every tooth as normal and brushing as normal and everything, you need to get a separate brush and go go inside, dig all around that tooth all night. And sometimes it's late at night. You're tired, and you think she's already up. given me a fifty percent chance at best. Yeah. So yeah. I say, fuck this tooth. So anyway, it's fallen out. It's fallen out. Now it's like I can only eat or drink on one side because the nerves exposed. Yeah. So if you have like too much of a cold drink or something, you're in pain. So I'm going to have to go to the dentist to get something done. Yeah. But a couple, the, the, I don't mind. A couple of things. It, it, all I'll say is, before you give me your thoughts, is that. The, yeah. the expense will be the expense. What are you going to do about it? Uh, I don't... It's the fucking lecture that I don't... That That's the main thing that I don't want. That's the main thing that will put me off going. If it wasn't mm. for the fact that it could be very painful and exposed nerve, I just wouldn't go because I'll just get lectured. It won't just be, that's a pity. What I'm saying is, when you go to hospital and you've, like, broken your arm, right, they don't go when you're lying there in A&E, oh, well, you should have been more careful. You shouldn't have fallen over, should you? They're nice to you about it. They're nice mm. to you about it. They might later say, were you pissed? Try not whatever. to fall over right? in the future. That, try not yeah. to fall over in future. They might say that. Even if you get diagnosed with fucking lung cancer, I doubt on the day of your diagnosis, they go, well, you should have thought about that. You should not smoke so much. They're pleasant because they know it's a sad thing. But if I go to this dentist and go, this fucking tooth's come out, they go, well, did you do that really elaborate thing every single night like I told you in the brush? No. Well, you got it coming to you. Now, here's a bill for a £1,000. Couple of things. When there's dental hygienists, you know, dental hygienists are not tender people, are they? They get right in there and, you know, it's not nice. It hurts. Yeah. So she's been, how often do you see the hygienist? Once every three months? Yeah, yeah. Once yeah. every three months. She's in there giving it... Yeah. That's, surely that's loosened the tooth. Or Quite contributed possibly. to it. Yeah, I might sue her. And then she said to you, right, what I'm doing there, you do that every night with your little pink brush. Yeah. Keep at it. Keep yeah. at it. Yeah. We'll get that fucker out. 50-50, 95-5, more like. Yeah, because now her dental practice, all up, there's, she, she runs the gaff. Don't slag her off too much, actually, because we we apart from the lectures, we get on quite well. She's she's quite a nice I'm lady. Her off. She she threatened once to come to see our show in Glasgow. I don't know what oh she was doing God. in Glasgow, but she said quite casually once. Oh yeah, that's yeah a question to ask. I saw on Twitter you're playing Glasgow your podcast. I'm coming <clears> to that. I didn't ask any questions, but thank God she couldn't make it in the end. Right. I thought, I don't know. Mm. It's like if, like, I don't know, your teacher says she's coming to see you do something outside yeah. of school. Um, or your lawyer. <laughs> yeah, your accountant. Yeah, uh, yeah so um, I was like, but sh- she does run this joint that I go to, and the, she will then say, well, you've got to see the dentist. It's a hygiene mm. issue, but the only man who can fix this is the dentist. Yeah, and he will well. have to remove the rest of my tooth, like wrench mm. out what's left of it, and then they'll mm-hmm. try and flog me a fucking peg tooth, won't they? Well, they yeah. know where they can fucking shove their peg tooth. I don't need one. I've already got one missing there. They tried to flog me one for that. I was like, I don't yeah. want it. Matchy, they go, we can't just not have matchy, a tooth. Matchy. I said, yes, I fucking can. Fuck it. 
I said, I'll chew with gum. I'm a fucking, I've got Irish ancestry. <laughs> Two generations back, they were fun that the ladies were getting on fine with my fucking one tooth in their old gob, mate. Didn't hold us back. Just sit, we're still just here. Sit them. Just sit them. Have you not seen them photographs of Shane McGowan? Yeah. 65. Look Been in him. intensive care for the last six months. He's gone home for Christmas. Look he's at the state from, of him. He's fucking... He's doing two shows at Brixton Academy next month. Ain't got a yeah. fucking single tooth in his nut. So don't worry about me. Oh, that's the thing. There was a great documentary on, I think it was Sky Arts, about three or four years ago, of Shane McGowan going to get some brand new teeth put in. <laughs> if you look at them photographs of him... Yeah, he's, he's lost his, them again. Well, what everyone he, thought was his deathbed, but he's, yeah. he's out and at large again. He's got a reasonable set of teeth. I don't think he's looked after them all that well since he I got them. I wonder whether he's flogged them. I wonder whether he's flogged them. Might flog might, them if you uh, get desperate. Might buy them on eBay mm. at some point, yeah. But yeah, I, and yeah, and you're going to end up with a big bill, aren't you? So I'm, I'm It'll just be a saying, big bill. They'll charge like me to remove of- what's left of the tooth. I'd have been better off if the whole tooth had fallen out, but it looked like half mm. the tooth. So that, what there is, there's a shard there now. And before, yeah. when they took this one out, fuck me. I was in there for ages. I mean, I didn't really give a fuck. I actually put my AirPods in and listened to some music. And uh, he was, it was, it, I'm not joking. It was like he had his fucking like knee on my chest trying to get this out. I was, I was fully numbed up, so I couldn't feel anything. There was no pain, but it was really boring and annoying. And it took him forever. Yeah. And the smaller the bit, the harder it is to take out. The harder you know? it is. So yeah. we'll be there all day. That, that'll cost me a fucking arm and a leg. And then they'll try and flog me the new tooth, which I've, yeah, I've got no interest. But let them all fucking oh, fuck, fall out. Fuck, fuck your tooth. My brother Theo, his front fucking tooth fell out earlier this year. Right. He didn't give a fuck. He's just walking just around. Fucked, in a, it? Just, just. Well, they gave him a false one, but he was like, oh, I can't be fucked with that because, like, it's a hassle when you're eating, right? You've got to take it out anyway. Mm. I don't bother putting it in. I, he looked fucking brilliant. <laughs> I think he's got a new one now, but he walked around for like six months just with a massive fucking gap at the front. Yeah, I looking like he a looked, pirate. I, I, I thought he looked fucking amazing. It was really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Fat Good teeth. They're, teeth are overrated. <laughs> Question mark, are teeth for Tories? Maybe, yeah. That's, that's a very good point. <laughs> very good point. If it wasn't for the uh, the rules and regulations that Apple laid down, I would call this episode Fuck Teeth, to be Fuck honest. Fuck Teeth, yeah. Yeah. Fucking teeth. That's the message we're putting across. I'll eat, I'll eat fucking soup. I don't care. Soup and milkshakes. Yeah, of course you will. Um, I sure I had some notes on things to talk about that were left well, over Well, I mean, the, surely, surely the, the, over, the overriding thing to talk about is the passing of Terry Venables. Yeah. Or, as Viz lovingly called him, Terry Vegetables. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Euro 96, the, the, the architect of the greatest year of your life. The godfather of Euro is, 96 is, and very much no the embodiment of the spirit of 96. Because <laughs> exactly, yeah. He, he was like an older statesman already by then, but it was his sort of mm. chuckling. He looked upon it. He'd sort of very much been part of creating that template of <laughs> masculinity in the 70s, just, hadn't he? Yeah, and then I'd, he let us all loose in the 90s and he'd been there and he'd done it all himself. And he was not so... Mm. He wasn't in for the dentist chair himself anymore. He was a bit of an elder statesman. But he just looked he was, on... He, his spirit was in the back of the room going... He's yeah. like, that's it, lads. Yeah. Fill that's your boots. That's it, lads. Yeah, go on. Fill your boots. Have a good, a right good time. And the yeah. other thing Two about weeks till the tournament starts, it'll all be out your system. That's when you fine. look at a picture of Terry Venables, 
you can sort of, even if it's just a two-dimensional image, you can smell the expensive cologne. I can, anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. You know that Venables would have smelt so yeah. lovely, but masculine Incredible. too. Not flowery. Yeah. There would have been a musk, mm. wouldn't there? Of course, of course. I've just done some maths there. You said he was an elder statesman. Yeah. Euro 96, he was two years older than I am right now. Fucking hell. He was that's, 53. That's worrying, isn't it? <laughs> what have I achieved at 51? Compared well, to Terry Vegetables. Fuck all. Terry Vegetables. Oh, God. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Jalapeño. I did meet him very briefly once, which was Ooh. my brother Cass, his wedding, the Tech QPR Terrace legend, Cass Delaney, his wedding, he was the first of us all to get married. Of me and my brothers, right? He got married quite young. He must have only been about. He must have only been about like seventeen. I was seventeen, so he would have been like twenty-four. He got married, and he had the part, the disco, the wedding disco at Scribes of Kensington. Scribes West. Scribes West. <laughs> we had a massive fucking disco, and we. Were, I was seventeen. I was 17. I remember wearing, I've got photos of it, I remember borrowing a suit off of my dad, classic, and it was like fucking enormous. I looked like him from Talking Heads. It was like this enormous <laughs> fucking right. suit that was hanging off my body. And yeah. we were all up at fucking Scribes West. I can't remember why he did it there, but he managed to book it there. And um, Venables turned up. Venables turned up because did. we'd hired out the whole place. And he turned up sort mm. of like, you know, hello, as a surprise. I just Mine wanted hooked. to say yeah. very big congratulations to the happy couple. And I hope that everyone's treating you well here. Any problems at all, you ask for me. It was one of those I'm situations. I'm going to sing a little song for you now. It's the Frank Sinatra song. It's called <laughs> Love and Marriage. Love and Marriage. Love and Marriage. Oh, oh it seems like they want an encore. All right, I'm going to do my way. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i remember just being like someone's like 
guys here. Terry Vegetables has turned up. So I've scuttled <laughs> over with my mate. I remember my brother let me bring a friend. I didn't have a girlfriend and everyone else had a girlfriend. <laughs> so I was like 17. I didn't have a girlfriend. So they let me bring my best friend instead. <laughs> That's good, oh, was, uh, That's a bit good. embarrassing, really. We got absolutely yeah, fucking good. trolleyed and then we ran yeah. over. So it was brilliant. Yeah, it was nice. And we ran over. Nice and You know, like you can imagine 17 years old, free bar at Scribes West. I was paralytic. Hold on, power, power, Bob. And I remember basically saying, "Why don't you come and run this West Ham? I like West Ham." He just sort of looked me up and down, and it's like, <laughs> and then walked. Carried on talking to some normal adults instead. There's more West Ham than my pen that I prefer. Was he still at Spurs at the time? Was this pre ninety six? This would have been nineteen ninety two. So yeah, I right. guess yeah. Didn't it? What happened with him? Spurs. He left Spurs before he went to England, didn't he? And what did he do? Just sort of like did some other business. Just had a gap year or something. Yeah, just yeah. I don't, he didn't go straight bit. from Tottenham to England, did he? So I don't Can't know remember. why. I don't he, think so. Why he left Spurs, but um, yeah. But anyway, what a guy, eh? They don't make him like him anymore, do they? And every they, single they footballer who's paid tribute to him of that era, every single footballer has said like best manager I played for or like, mm. well actually some of them said best international manager I played for because the man new ones are never going to fucking put him above Fergie I don't suppose but mm. they like you know you always get tributes but the tributes from the players who played under him to Venables were absolutely unreal I thought yeah he, he left Spurs in 93 um, over a clash with Alan Sugar right <laughs> over business dealings. Get in here, vegetables, you cunt. Oh, God, I want to clash with you over business dealings. And then he got the England job in 94, recommended by Jimmy Armfield, of course. Yeah, we've talked about that before. The mighty Jimmy Armfield headhunted him, didn't he? We, we've been yeah. through this before when we deep-dived Euro 96, and I think we both agree. I could not believe it. I can't tell you, as a, as a passionate young football fan... When Terry Venables got the England job, not even joking, I'm sure you I'm sure we both discussed this. Mm. It had been one of those things in football. If you were into football, then it was one of those tropes really that it was like, well, of course, Terry Venables would be the best England manager, but they'll never give it to him because of his Because he used to be Brian Clough, didn't it? Because he's too charismatic. Simply yeah. he's too charismatic, yeah. right? There we go. He's the too suits co- won't stand for it. Yeah, he's too colourful, they'd say, which was basically mm. saying He's got a personality and the FA are just a bu- fucking Burt Miller chip will fucking choke into his soup if fucking Terry Vegetables yeah. turns up at the FA Christmas party <laughs> and starts singing Mr. Bojangles. Singing. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bojangles <laughs> in the club style. And, um, and so they said it had never happened. And I remember reading the paper one morning. I, you know, you read the sports every morning and, and it was like Jimmy Armfield's been appointed to literally leave no stone unturned to find a uh, successor to um, Graham Taylor. And mm. Jimmy Armfield did that thing. He asked every other coach in football, just went to him and said, who would mm. be your choice? Who would be your choice? And he's come back to the FA and said, well, you might not want to hear this, but literally every fucker said Terry Venables. So I know you're not going to go for mm. him. So who's your... And they were like, well, if that's what they said. And he convinced them, didn't he? And uh, maybe Jimmy Armfield just like got, got got that job, sat down in the office he was given, put his feet on the desk for four days, 
knowing that <laughs> yeah. it should be Terry Venables and then just giving <laughs> yeah. them the name at the end of the week. Yeah. Terry Venables. Now, do yeah. I get my next question? Do, do I get my fifty percent of whatever his salary's going to be? <laughs> Plus luncheon vouchers. If you recruit someone, I did this once years ago, right? And it was one of the best paydays I ever had. Ooh. I was asked to help recruit someone for a big job. Big job. And, and they said that I would get, if, I, if, if the candidate I put forward was successful in their application, I would receive in a one-off lump sum payment 10% of their annual salary. Fucking hell. Finder's fee. Fucking finder's fee. Finder's fee. And the cat yeah. got the job. And I got the yeah. fucking 10%. Very and how nice. I found him was exactly how you just described. <laughs> just as soon as the they desk. said it down the phone, I thought, I know I'm going to put forward for this job, but mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make it look as if it was a full and thorough search yeah. um, process. So I put forward a couple of other names as well. And those people will Terry never Venables, know. Terry Venables, one of them. Hopefully they won't listen to this. Yeah, it was Terry, it was Terry Venables, Michael Barrymore. I put some people in. They were, they were what they call in the espionage world, useful idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little. Ainsley Harrier, Michael Barrymore, Terry Venables and Pancho from the Flats. And they were never going to get it. Never, ever. <laughs> but they, to be fair, they all turned up for the interview and they went through the yeah. process. So that benefited me long term. Brilliant. Mm. Of course, the best finder's fee in cultural history is uh, it's in Fargo, isn't it? Where William H. Macy thinks he's going to get a finder's fee because uh, he's put, he's he's set set a deal up, hasn't it, with uh, with his father-in-law? Oh, with his father-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just there's a twist where they suddenly yeah. say, "Yeah, uh, no, no." He thinks he's not going to get a finder's fee. He thinks that they're investing in a business that he will then own and run. Right, and they'll give him the money. Yeah. And then they go, okay, what do you want out of it? And he goes, what do you mean, what do I want out of it? I want the fucking money. And they said, no, 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 we're buying this business. We'll give you a finder's fee. And he freaks out. That's right. I I only remember that because I actually weirdly re-watched Fargo for the first time since the 90s, very recently, a couple of weeks ago. I had a bit of a a 90s movie uh, moment for a a week. I watched True Romance, Fargo, The Big Lebowski and something else, maybe a Tarantino film. I can't remember what. But yeah, just went through a, a sort of... A, and there were... Yeah, it was a lot of fucking good films. That's it. Nice. We'll say good. about that, really, yeah. But Terry Venables, that, that year of 96... I mean, you know, you've, you know, we've talked about it at length, but that's... When he when they binned him after year of 96 and gave it a hoddle, that's mm. when I lost interest in England. Mm. Why well, did you like Glenn Hoddle? Really. I liked Hoddle. I didn't particularly care for Glenn Hoddle very much. No, I mean, I just the thing thought, is, why, why can't why can't Terry Vegetable stay stay in the job well, forever? They, that that was to do with some sort of like someone had cast aspersions about his his business dealings. Well, again, and so it was he business st- dealings, wasn't it? It was like down, the Alan Sugar thing. He yeah. stepped down. Um, yeah. but I don't know. I think that it's a bit like Harry Redknapp. If you've got a, if you if you're from the fucking East End. Or you've just got a bit of a London accent. People will sometimes go, oh, he's a wheeler dealer. And it fucks off Redknapp because Redknapp snapped before about that. And I think it probably mm. was unfair on Venables as well. I mean, Venables was regarded by by football, real football men as a fucking coaching genius, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, I mean, the um, the transfer of Jermaine Defoe from Portsmouth to, 
Spurs is currently under investigation 16 years after it happened. Redknapp was at Spurs at the time. Is it really? Because, yeah, because they used um, an unauthorised agent. I think it was Mitchell Thomas. Uh, oh, he was, Mitch. Mitch the bitch, he was, as he used to be affectionately known at West Ham. <laughs> he played for us was, briefly. He was the agent in the deal, but he wasn't authorised. He wasn't, he wasn't in love on Mitch the, uh, the bitch. bona fides. Mitch the bitch remains the worst player I've ever seen play for West Ham. And as you can Fucking imagine, that's, there's some strong competition. Whoa. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. And now this as well, Mitch, you bitch. Yeah. But there's talk of points deductions, which oh, is insane, for surely. for sake. Stop yeah. fucking doing points deductions on the base of fucking administrative fucking errors. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Stop taking people's points away. That said, if Chelsea got relegated to League One, it would be quite funny. But only quite yeah, funny. funny. I mean, you know, mm. even for a club like Chelsea, who I have, you know, not much affection for, I'd still only find it funny for the first few weeks. And then ultimately I'd think, mm. fuck's sake. You know, you, yeah. you you kind of, you do wish misfortune upon your rivals, but you want that misfortune to be legitimate like misfortune well do you know what i mean ideally it, dep- it depends on what they've done the, yeah. there's there's admin errors and then there's gross financial uh well, mismanagement yeah. fraud. there's 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 a, yeah admin errors well it's accountancy errors isn't it i mean what everton have done i don't think they're, <laughs> they're denying it yeah that's one way of looking at it yeah yeah is hard i guess I, I think it should. If you've made a financial, if you've if you've broken a financial rule, you should be you should be punished financially. You should only be mm. docked points if you fucking done something dodgy on the pitch, like bribed the ref. Yeah, but if you've got like say Manchester City, you've got one hundred and fifteen charges against them. Mm. That's not just one accountancy error, is it, or a little bit of? No, it's not. I'm not saying it's an accountancy error. No, they've broken rules. If, if they're found guilty, well, allegedly, there's a load of there's rules about financial fair play. They've been accused of of breaking them and using sort of surreptitious means to sort of try and hide the mm. fact that they were breaking them. Yeah, so if they're found guilty, they're found guilty. I'm not saying oh, like what, what what does it matter, but I just I don't know. I don't like the idea of like yeah, put, put, the, of them having points you know, deducted. Sunderland's been in League One. League One's fun. It's good for a, for a little while. Yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, but the, my there. point isn't League One shit and everyone in League One's a cunt. I'm just saying if they broke financial rules, fucking fine them loads of money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like a huge sum yeah, of money. Yeah, but if they've gener- generated that lots of money through winning stuff for, subsequently, then it's kind of well, you know, they just yeah, so find them they're fraudulently acquired. Take all acquired. Of that into account when you come up with your take figure. all their money away. Take well, all, all their money away. I mean. That, the thing is, City no, have a, bo- a bottomless away. pit of money. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's bottomless. Right. So anyway, right. It'd have we've, to be a big we've, fine. We've, uh, uh, what am I looking at here? The um, prediction league. Yeah. Sam, you got six points this week because you Thanks correctly predicted Burnley one, West Ham two. Yeah. Results bot got one, two, uh, two points. So it's now on 55. And I got one. I'm on forty. You're on forty-three. It's over to you now to catch up with results, Bob. Well, what's You're in results place now? I'm on forty-three. Fifty-five. Fi- 55. Twelve, 12 behind. 
Fuck me, that's a lot. Yeah. Christmas period's going to be vital, isn't it? It is, yeah. Let's hope for some away wins across the board. Yeah. Right, um, that's pretty much this episode done and dusted. Mm. If you like, if you've watched it on YouTube, um, hope it was all right. We're now going to go across to the other side of the the IFS uh, uh, studio. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And do do a live video stream. And I've just decided what we're going to do during December is we'll do our usual IFS Turbo live stream, but we're also going to do an IFS Everybody Christmas Party live Oy! video stream. Lovely. Sounds all right, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds and great. And it might even go on for half, longer than half an hour. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a Christmas party and make some eggnog. Yeah, you can have vegetarian I'll eggnog. I'll have vegetarian non-alcoholic. and non-alcoholic eggnog, which is just an egg. Yeah. I'll just have a raw egg. egg. Yeah, just yeah. no nog. <laughs> None of the nog for me, thanks. I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Thanks very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.